Wait, sorry. Oh my fuck. Okay, just once from the top. We're not famous yet. But if people knew who we were, we might get the attention we crave. Until then, we'll ride this wave. It's Kaylee and Tina. Two girls with hypochondria. It's Kaylee and Tina. Together, we'll tell you the best of the things you forgot or overlooked with our blunt observations. It's time to get underrated. <laughs> yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Hi. Hey, everyone. I'm Kaylee. And I'm Tina. And we're underrated. Some content in this podcast may include cosmic energy, sparkling dialogue, and blunt observations from two of the most underrated gals on the scene. And that is me and my friend Kaylee. And that's me and my friend Tina. And everybody knows Tina and I are on our best of best behavior today. And here's why. Tina, do you want to introduce our guest? Yes, everyone, please give the warmest of welcomes to our friend from TikTok, Molly. <laughs> Hi, y'all. Molly. I'm Molly. <laughs> Molly, if you'd like to slate for us, please go ahead. Hi, my name is Molly. I guess my alter ego being thoroughly modern Molly on the talk. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. If you, if you guys don't uh, know who that is, uh, which you should, pause this podcast right now. We're actually giving you permission to pause us. Go look her up. Go watch some of her videos. You will laugh out loud, especially oh, our silly little theater uh, followers. You'll, you'll be yeah. absolutely addicted. I will say that up front. Yes, absolutely. Her her TikToks take me the way you capture the energy of oh um the the senior giving the cast a talk. Mm-hmm. Like every video, I'm like, yeah, why why do we all live the same life? And that's a crowd favorite. Like it, the, it is a yeah, crowd favorite because yeah. you know the senior and then you actually are the senior. The senior. <laughs> <laughs> you remember you've been the senior and you're like, oh, <laughs> wait a second. Any person I've showed that to, because not to be sound cuckoo, but I have showed that to many a friend. I have mm-hmm. said that around and I've been like, guys, this is the exact conversation you have. This it's is the true. exact tech week conversation. Also, you, I think you have a, a costume designer one too. Yeah, yeah. People like that one as well. Oh my I, fa- God. I found like through posting like the, the ones about like specific like members of a theater department, like it's definitely a very universal experience. Like everybody mm-hmm. really is exactly the same. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's pretty crazy. Living the same lives. And you've been going through the college audition process. I have. Unfortunately, yes, I have. That's oh been, I'm not going to say, I was going to say it's been fun. It, it's, it's not <laughs> been fun. Definitely not. But I'm nearing the tail end. I am almost, we're almost there. We're crossing That's the finish amazing. line. How many schools have you auditioned at? God, I auditioned like almost 30 schools and I did yeah yeah I mean a lot of kids will do like 20 I didn't I I don't know what I was thinking if I'm being completely honest I (laughs) really don't know where that came from and there were a handful of schools that I applied like both acting and MT like I Mm -hmm. I applied both to their programs so I don't even know how many programs I applied to like 35 or something because a lot of them do require separate auditions you know what Mm -hmm. I mean so yeah insanity Mm-hmm. My mouth is a game. I mean, I don't want to brag or anything, but I did, in fact, do the old safety, um, just a regular school that, you know, I'd probably get into and yeah. then uh, a reach. And um, I, d- I did three. I will say I did Long three. Yeah, that's, that's plenty. <laughs> that's, as you should, as everybody that's should. Fun. So I feel like all... 30 is smart. Oh, God. I don't know. I don't know if I'd call it smart <laughs> at this point. So um, 
all the schools have different requirements. And for people listening who haven't gone through the absolutely soul-sucking, horrible experience that is auditioning for college acting or musical theater programs, um, all the schools, you would think maybe they'd ask for the same things from you wrong. Um, what's the <laughs> weirdest thing you've had to do for a school? Oh my gosh. Okay. So for most of my school's requirements were similar. Like you just needed like two songs, two monologues, or they'd ask for one of each. Um, I will say that I had to do it on Zoom this year, of course. There were no in-person auditions. And so sometimes, sometimes like the audition panel would ask me to like do like a, phys- a physical exercise, but I didn't really have room to do anything um, because you know I- I'm in my basement and like I have like a backdrop behind me and a full table with like my laptop and everything right in front of me. There's only like a few feet of space. <laughs> so like move around the room. I'm like, okay, Miss Girl. And I leave camera. They're like, they're like, we can't see you. I'm like, well, what would you like me to do? So that was oh like, what, that was like a common thing that people would ask from us. Or like if there was like a group warm up because I did go to a couple auditions that had something like that. Like they would get mad at us when we left our camera. And I'm like, well, what, like, what do you expect? So <laughs> where do you want us to go? Where do you want me to be? So that was probably the hardest thing to navigate. And other than that, nothing crazy happened except one panel did recognize me from TikTok. Oh my God. When I say my soul left my body, I I, like, and I was really about to pull the, like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I'm, I'm wearing like, like they know it's me. Like the bitches know it's me. I'm like, okay. Like there's no going back. I just embraced it. That's (laughs) so funny. Yeah. Oh my God. To do auditions over zoom. I will say there is, um, an air about at the three schools I auditioned at there is an air and the weirdest of weird energies at a college audition that I honestly I think doing it over zoom is amazing I think honestly it was as well because like my family and I didn't have to pay for travel costs and that's Mm -hmm. honestly why why I was able to apply to so many schools because you do have to pay an application fee yeah um, which is fun so that's probably the and like honestly like I was watching like people's vlogs from like last year's college editions like random people that I don't even know and they would pan to like this group of people like in their character heels and like their little like you know emerald green dresses I'm like I can't believe people actually have to go through this in person like I can't yeah. believe it because I'm not I'm a very private person and even doing this virtually people are still like up in each other's business I'm like actually leave me alone yeah. so I can't even imagine having to and like I love meeting new people but I can't imagine having to do it in person I really can't yeah, yeah, the vibe the vibes are weird. I remember one school I auditioned at, there was um you did obviously like dance call is always separate, but then um you went in a different room and you did your two songs for one person. Mm, I did yeah, I think I know the school you're talking weird. about. Okay. <laughs> um and then monologue in front of one person. And then after monologue, I don't know, you know, sometimes schools, it's like, do they want me to like break down? Like, why are, what do they do? Do, do they want, I'll, I'll cry if you want me to, but just yeah. tell me you want me to. Right. It was very much that energy. It's like, I did a sad monologue and then they're like, why did you choose this? What's going on at home? And I was like, <laughs> oh, oh, literally it's, yeah. it's actually just from a, a play. Some would say, um, <laughs> so, but they like, I, I think they wanted me to be upset. Um, and to them, I say, I'm sorry I didn't cry. Maybe maybe I would have gotten in. <laughs> oh I, I did get waitlisted there, and I think it's because I didn't cry, and that's okay. Oh God, I know they wanted it so badly. <sighs> yeah, Someone told so me the other day they had to um, play tag in an audition. Hmm, that's for a conservatory. That's fun. I did have one audition that was like, um, oh my God, 
it was like done in a masterclass format. So your like your audition was in front of other like auditionees, like other kids. Uh-huh. The way I was almost gonna pass out. I'm like, and like, to be fair, I think like in person, I would have honestly really enjoyed it. And like, after I like my nerves subsided, I was fine. But going into it, I maybe I should have just maybe it's somewhere on the website, and I just didn't read it. But I fully didn't know. So I come onto the zoom. I'm like, ah, this is cute. They're like, we're gonna put you in breakout rooms, you're gonna do your audition, I get into this breakout room, there's other kids there. I'm like, what? Like that, that was probably I was so nervous for that audition. That was probably like one of the hardest ones I did, just for that reason, because it was different than the rest of them. That's oh my horrifying. God. Yeah. That's so scary. I would have freaked out. I went into it very, very green. Like mm-hmm. I didn't hear my whole life, but I didn't know like that people had coaches for this right. and everything. Like I was just kind of like going in chilling and then I would go into these, like Kaylee describes the, the big group settings and everyone looks so legit and has yeah. like sleek black like cut leotards with like the sides cut out and I was like oh no like <laughs> I'm I'm just here in my like dress from Paxson like you know, yeah. what the fuck is going on that would have horrified me to do my audition in front of people yeah at um my audition for Westcon which is where Tina and I went to school I that was my first audition and I wore for god knows what reason um a fun athletic tank um and, of course and purple leggings okay. purple athletic leggings I actually oh my god wait they're on right now these oh are oh my god um crazy to have on a memory but I wore those and I was like I don't know I just think I'll like stand out and then I got there and everyone looks oh you'll definitely stunned. stand out oh yeah <laughs> and I'm and to top it off I don't know how I got into musical theater program just in the sense of, and this isn't me tearing myself down I know my strengths know my weaknesses I can't dance um sure. so I don't know why I was trying to say look at me look at me but I did do that and my one of my dearest friends was auditioning the same day um my college one of my college roommates even and she had a purple leotard on and she was stunning and she's oh, a fantastic sure. dancer and of course mm-hmm. we were in the same group and at one point we were going and they said yes work it purple and I was like Oh my God, they're obsessed with me. They love me so much. And then I didn't realize until the dance was over and Jillian and I were both walking off like, I was like, oh my God, they were definitely talking about Jillian. Oh my God. Friend, yeah, it was it really, really sucked. Um, Wild. Obviously these are my good luck leggings. So. Yeah, sure. The craziest Amazing. thing about this year, I think, is that we obviously couldn't do dance calls. Like, so instead, I only had one school, or technically two, but really just one school that did like an in-person, not in-person, but like virtual dance call, like while you were there on Zoom. Because I know that most kids, like most kids don't have space in their homes to be dancing. Yeah. So we had to do dance submission videos. So they would send us like... um some schools did like an actual instructional video and some schools just did the video of them doing it. Like they didn't teach it. They didn't break it down and you just had to pick it up. And that was, oh my God, when I said that was like the bane of my existence. And I, I'm not a dancer. I like I've been dancing since I was pretty young, but it's out of like the three disciplines. Like it's definitely, that's like my weakest. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I can, I can dance, but I'm not going to try to, you know, and so when I said like every single weekend, I had to rent a studio and go and record oh, myself no. and like and all of my friends were doing it. And like, even my friends who are like really, really strong dancers, they're like, this is like the worst thing I've ever had to do. Like <laughs> I hate this. Cause we had to do like 15 of them. Yeah. I'm like this girl, I can't do this. So that was rough. And sometimes it it's worse terrific. to like have the time it technically so to much focus worse. and yes, be like, honestly, oh, I could get it perfect. Whereas in person, it's like, Meh, that happened. It is what exactly. it is. Exactly. Because I have so many friends, like, like, I, like so many kids who apply to MT programs, like dancing is probably 
this isn't true for everyone, but like there are a lot of kids who don't have that much dance experience. And so like I had so many people who were like, oh, well, I'm glad that we get to do video submissions because at least I know that I can like learn the number correctly and like I can like do it however many times I want. And I thought that too. I was like, oh, I can like make sure it's like technically like good and like I can watch it before I submit. But honestly, it made it so much more difficult. Like everybody hates taping themselves. And mm-hmm. I had I had one school where the virtual dance audition like you could actually only play the video twice and you had to record yourself while you were watching the video. And at first I was like, oh my God, this is horrible. Like, I'm not gonna be able to pick it up. Why do they like, cause I'm gonna be like so in my head about it. Like, why do they do it this way? But honestly, the combo was like, it, was, it wasn't It was too difficult. Like it was only a 15 minute video and it was totally like, totally fine to pick it up in 15 minutes. And then like, I watched the video twice. So it only took 30 minutes and I had to submit that because I could only watch the video twice. And it was honestly so much nicer than everything else I had to record because I was like one and done. Like, at least I'm done. Like I can't do anything about it now. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. There, this, is a, this is a whole new, whole new breed of musical theater. Wow. <laughs> Should we uh, start the pod? Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> why not? Why not? Um, my sweet, sweet Tina, why are you being a hypochondriac this week? I'm being a hypochondriac this week because I've been out in the sun, as is my want. We've been having some warm days. I've been outside every chance I get trying to get that sun. I've gotten a little sunburn on my cheeks, which does convince me I have a fever. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's that's been what I've been fixating on. But other than that, pretty much no complaints. Uh, Shout out to all the listeners who have heard my ongoing eye saga for weeks. Mm-hmm. It, the problems are finally resolved. I'm not getting styes. I'm not getting dryness. Everything is great. So um, thank you for everyone who's been on that journey with me and all the support I've gotten. Amazing. I've never made more happy for anyone in my life. That's amazing. Oh, why are you being a hypochondriac, Kaylee? Um, this was, I'm going to knock on wood as I say this because... Uh, only God knows that I will say this and then uh, freak out after. Oh no, sorry. <laughs> Stuff's falling in the studio. Um, I, this week, did ride a city bike with my mother, um, which was actually an amazing experience. My mom was being so cute about it. She really, uh, she visited me in uh, Brooklyn and she got on her little city bike and was like, I haven't been on a bike in so long. And we like rode down to the water and she was giggling the whole time. I was like, the cutest of girlies. She was being so fun. Um, But as soon as I get off my bike and we're looking at this beautiful water view, I am, of course, dizzy. Um, I just felt a little dizzy from rocking on the bike. And to me, dizzy automatically equals passing out in my mind. So if I feel the slightest bit dizzy, I say, I'm going to pass out. And my mom's like, you're not going to pass out. And I'm like, really watch me. I didn't pass out. I didn't, again, knocking on wood. Um, But I was freaked out for the rest of the day that at some point I was just going to pass out. Um, but that was, it's a pretty low key week for me because that was it. Slow <laughs> was week it. for hypochondria. Yeah, really. How, how about you, Molly? Molly actually did tell us she got on the Zoom and automatically started bragging, spitting in our faces, saying she's never been a hypochondriac once in her life, but I guess she's going to come up with something on the spot. I don't know if I, I, I couldn't class my, classify myself as a hypochondriac, but I will say that like any pain in my body, I, I do immediately assume like, okay, this is the end. Like, you know what I mean? Okay. I mean, okay. I don't like project it onto those around me, but I will, I, I would be lying if I didn't say it was a passing thought. And so I, I run, ew, I hate that I just said that, but I do. 
No, I'm good for you. Playing. No, she's yeah. literally bragging again. Absolutely. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> um, I do run and I, every, obviously it's really bad for your joints. And like, I don't roll out my muscles. I don't stretch. Like, why would I do something Amazing. that's good for me? Um, so I do convince myself because like I'm in a lot of pain most days, like after I run. And I do convince myself. I'm like, okay, like I broke my knee. Like, like she's, <laughs> she's gone. I'm like, if I stand up, like we're going down. Um, so I will say that's probably my only, like the only thing that I could include. Okay. Oh, fair. That's great. Thank you for sharing that with us. Sure. Sure. Did we, we did hypochondriac first, so that means underrated. Underrated. Kaylee, why are you underrated? Why am I underrated? I wrote it down this week because uh, in the moment I said, write this down for the podcast. Smart. So it was actually this morning. I'm walking with my boyfriend and we're getting coffee and I order, um, you know how you go to some coffee I love a sweet coffee drink that can't even be classified as coffee oftentimes Mm. and um you know sometimes you go to a coffee shop and they don't have like your traditional like fun like ooh Starbucks flavors or whatever so if I'm gonna get something sweet that the option is an iced mocha it's an iced mocha me too here we go um and I said specifically to the barista I said can I have a small iced mocha with oat milk please and he was like okay iced mocha you got it and then I looked at him and I hate to be this person. It's so annoying. But I was like, and I'm sorry, I just want to make sure it's with oat milk, right? He, sorry. And he was like, yeah, oh my God, of course. And I was like, amazing. Thank you so much. And I felt so weird that I even had to like clarify. I was like, that's so annoying. And then he brings out my drink and hands it to me and goes, oh my God, this is with whole milk. I'm stunned. I'm blown away. But me... I've been there, you know, We're working as a waitress in this big apple. I've been there where I've completely messed up before when someone actually told me 15 times to do something. So I was like, oh, it's, it's no problem. I'll drink it. Knowing, <laughs> yeah, uh, knowing good and well, that was not gonna, that was not gonna end well for me. But I said, I, don't, I also didn't want to waste in times like these. And mm-hmm. so I said, I, it's totally fine. I'll take it. He said, you told me oat milk twice is, is the quote he says to me. He says, you told me oat milk twice. I'm like, listen no worries I will drink it and I did and I'm doing okay so far but I did feel slightly underrated by that barista but definitely not pissed at him definitely not pissed he sounds like he was sorry he sounds like he was sorry exactly exactly Tina what about you um once again it is by men it's misogyny (laughs) uh always once again I'm feeling underrated uh by misogynists uh I feel like this month and ironically, it is Women's Month, um, so maybe there's a correlation or something. But I've just noticed, like, I grew up in a very conservative small town, so there was a lot of misogyny there. And in my head, I was always like, and then I went to college and escaped it. But lately, I've just been realizing the misogynists uh, that I encounter in my life now are just more subtle about it. And there's also things that I didn't think were misogyny, like if a guy can have a calm conversation with other men when confronted, but feels the need to like scream at women yeah. in their face, like that might be a misogynist. And um, misogynists go to college too. Misogynists we're learning. go to college too. Um, <laughs> so that is that is my uh, takeaway takeaway this week of uh, you know learning that misogyny can look like anything. It uh, really can, which in a way is beautiful, but in a much realer sense, uh, wish they wouldn't be. Wish everywhere. they wouldn't um molly why are you feeling underrated this week okay something that i feel personally underrated for yeah yeah okay Mm, i okay 
so I would say this isn't like a week, this isn't, isn't specific to this week, but I have really bad insomnia. Like it runs within the women of my family. And sometimes people will say, I'm so sorry that you can't sleep at night. I'm like, don't be sorry. Oh. I get so much more time to myself. I'm up at 4 a.m. I'm up at, well, I'm like, oh, still awake. I sleep for two hours. I'm up at six. I'm fine. Like, you know what I mean? And I, I, I think it's like, well, people, you know how like when you were in high school and like, you'd be like, dang, I only slept for four hours last night. Somebody else is really, I only slept for three. Like, you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> and like, I'm actually the girl that like only slept for three. Like that was me. And like everybody else around me is just making this shit up. And like, you know, they are, you know, uh, yeah, they are. you know, they are just trying to get it to be, to, to be attention whores. But let me tell you, sleeping three hours a night is definitely underrated. I, so I would say that's something about me that is underrated. Wait, underrated. that's an amazing one. I have to <laughs> say that if, I got two or three hours. I need like a solid, in the words of Matthew McConaughey, only some will get this, nine and a half hours. He was recently wow. interviewed and he, they were like, how many hours of sleep do you get at night? And without missing a beat, he goes nine and a half. And that's comedy to me. Um, but I, I truly need that in my life or I will have the biggest, darkest circles under my eyes. Mm. And Molly, I have to say, just looking at you through this Zoom experience, you have the nicest of nicest, clearest, beautiful skin I've ever seen. And oh no bags under eyes. Guys, if you could see this, not a single bag. So not true. It, it is lighting. I got a little, we got a little bag, just a little bag. Okay. Well, but that's okay. You're working it. Congrats to you. That's okay. Thank you. And I feel you. I always say that I get my best work done from midnight to 1am. Something, the portal opens, like for writing essays, it's like, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Whip them out. Yes. The portal Whip does open. Out. That's a good way to put it. Thank you. Thank you. It's topic time. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Sweet, sweet ladies and gents. Our topic this week is, can I take that back? I hate um, saying just sweet, sweet ladies and gents. I'm That's not inclusive. So I'd like to take it back if that's okay. Absolutely. Okay. Hey, everybody. It's topic time. This week's topic is, Tina, I forgot how we word it again. Do you want to say it? Yes, I would love to. It is underrated roles in shows. Shows can mean musicals, plays, and we literally have thoroughly modern Molly on, so we thought, what better topic than this? What better topic than this? Tina, do you want to start? I, thank you so much. I was just going to say, I really want to start, yeah. because we did this concept a few months ago, and I, when I pitched the topic, I was like, like, this is an example of an underrated role, and then I didn't say it in that episode, so I've been sitting on this for a while. I feel very strongly that one of the most underrated roles in a show is the role of star to be in Annie. Oh wow. my God. Yes. Right? She knows. Yes. Molly knows exactly. Three times. Absolutely. Have yes. you ever been star to be? No, I was a child every single, I, I played three different orphans. I was a child. Right. I know, I know that story. I was unnamed orphan. Then I was Kate the orphan, unnamed orphan again. Come on. Um, it's the hustle. It's the grind. Um, <laughs> when you're 11, what is there, what is there to do? And what is there I to do? not be Annie I could not be Annie um but star to be is an honor for mm. those of you who don't know what I'm talking about first of all get educated second of all it's the song in Annie NYC and in comes this young star young star to be the the character name is telling us that she's gonna really be something one day yeah. she has her luggage in her hand and she just parks and barks she belts out this compelling story about how she's in the city and she's gonna make it and it's a role you get when maybe you're like home theater company does annie 
and you're too young to be an or you're too old to be an orphan but too young to be grace or miss hannigan or lily but they say we can't waste this girl and her her talent and they give you star to be and that is a moment that could steal the show and i think it's an honor to get it and uh there's an amazing video of sutton foster belting I, belting her okay. face off can i you say something about that yes i would love so, if you did yeah i've always thought that because like I said, I've been in Annie three times and like I was talking to a group of people on Zoom this past summer and we were, it's disgusting, but we were playing theater trivia, you know, and the question, yeah, the question was what was like Sutton Foster's for, I don't, I don't want to say big break. It was like, what was Sutton Foster's first big role or like first thing that got her recognition? Me thinking it was a trick question because I'm pretty positive she did Star to Be before Millie. I'm pretty positive. Um, cause she was started to be an Annie, obviously. And I, I raised my little hand. I'm like, Miss Girl, it was started to be an Annie. They were like, it was what? Like, they didn't even know what I was talking about. I'm like, what do you mean? I feel like that's such an iconic Sutton moment. Like she was so young and new and fresh. I'm like, that role is so great. 100% famous video of I her know. singing it. The chills I get thinking like, then she, she was a star to be. Mm-hmm. She was. Hey everyone, it's Kaylee and Tina, and yes, we are incorporating ads into our podcast now, but before you skip ahead, please listen because you know that we would never steer you wrong. Tina, why don't you tell them who our first sponsor is? Our first sponsor is With Love Candle Company. It is run by Alexandra and Tommy. They're Kentucky natives. They created With Love Candle Company in June of 2020. The name was a no-brainer because they create scents based on the people and things they love, and they do it together. Absolute relationship goals. They've sold mm-hmm. and shipped over a thousand candles to over 30 states in just a few months of being in business. And they strive to be as green as possible and reuse a lot of their shipping materials. And their candles are made with 100% soy wax made from soybeans grown in the US of A. We are personally obsessed with their Zodiac collection. We have their Cancer Zodiac candle, melting wax, and bar soap. And let me tell you, it is absolutely heavenly. They have it for every zodiac sign and they incorporate things based off your sign and they also have fun scents like the dump him candle which has white sage to get him out of your life um and for our (laughs) listeners we have a sweet little treat for you if you use the code underrated you will get 10 percent off your order with them and please make sure to follow them on instagram at with love dot candle co Yes, absolutely. Obsessed with them and obsessed with their products. So be sure to take advantage of that sweet, sweet deal. And now, Tina, before I get into this next sponsor, can I just ask you a quick question? Yeah. Have you ever been in love? Yeah, Kaylee. No, no, no. I mean, seriously, been in love. Kaylee, yeah. Okay, well, don't brag because I have too. I've recently fallen in absolute love with Ella T. Co. Ella T. Co. is a female-owned small business located in Huntington, Indiana, with items ranging from political teas to witchy crewnecks and so much more. I mean, how could I not help but fall head over heels? And to top it all off, Ella T. Co. gives back. For every tea purchased from them, a tree is planted. Yes, you heard me right. She's literally saving the earth. And for our lucky listeners, you will get 20% off of your purchase and free shipping by using your discount code underrated at checkout. Seriously, what's not to love? So make your purchase today through www.latco.com or at their Etsy shop and even follow Ella T on Instagram at Ella T Co. 
was. <sighs> I feel like that song, Tina, you're 100% correct when you say if you sing that song, you're officially going places. If you're cast as that role, you're going places. You're going places. Um, Kaylee, would you like to do an underrated role next? Yeah, I would. Um, this one, it's just like, obviously, this role is just underrated. It's Milky White into mm. the woods. <laughs> Um, 100% yeah the show uh, wouldn't be what it is without Milky Way Um, half of the songs wouldn't make sense without discussing this cow (laughs) Um, they'd have to come up with something different I just feel like we don't give them enough credit Um, and that's actually and normally I'd have a longer description as to why but I feel like Milky Way is just like okay yeah underrated 100% done and done absolutely Absolutely. yeah absolutely I feel like there's nothing else to say okay fantastic Molly do you want to do you want to tell us an underrated role yes sure so I would say Rent is like definitely has always been one of my favorite shows and every time like Mm -hmm. my friends like oh like who would you want to be I'm like I'd want to be in the ensemble like 100% You know who mm-hmm. I mean, what I mean? I don't know exactly what I'd want to do, but well, actually, like in the original cast and in the revival, there's that one ensemble member and she has like pigtails in and she gets to wear like a cute little like pink bra top. I'm like, that's all I want to do. Like, I literally don't care. Like if I, if I had to be, I mean, I don't know. Like I, I'd want to <laughs> just like be in the group numbers and like, I don't know, like fucking like jump off of scaffolding. Like I literally don't mm-hmm. care. Like, you know what yes. I mean? And all my friends are, I, I don't know. And it, it being, it being one of my favorite shows, people are like, oh, what's your dream role in it? I'm like, and I always say I'd want to be in the ensemble of Rent. Yes. yes. 100%. Yeah. No, it's a smart answer. Rated. 100%. I feel, I feel foolish after hearing that answer. I feel foolish. <laughs> it was a great, the fact that you knew who in the ensemble, what track you would want. Yes, that's I, I know the track I'd want. Yes. Yes. <laughs> As you hope to. Um, my next underrated role is the adult slash authority figure track in uh, teen heavy shows. There's an adult authority figure track in Spring Awakening, Footloose, Mean Girls, and Hairspray. Amazing. Um, that you get to show your range. The audience isn't stupid. They know it's the same person, but they say, hey, she's putting on a wig. She's trying. Mm-hmm. She's, she's trying to give us some diversity. Um, and you know, give us some range in these characters. Uh, the one in Mean Girls specifically, I'd love to play that role because it's the mom, it's Miss Norbury, um, and it's one more adult authority figure. Or maybe it's just those two, but I think that's a ton of fun. And yeah. it's fun to have that track, I think. That's amazing, Tina. That was a really, really good one. Thank you. I'm hoping that's my career, if I'm being honest. Oh my God. I'm hoping that's my career. It's a good one. It's a good career. That's a really good one. All right. My next one is, and hear me out here, randomly, it's all of the Von Trapp kids, um, <laughs> except, except Liesl, except Liesl. Mm-hmm. We all overrated. Liesl, overrated. Um, sweet, sweet girl. Don't get me wrong, but overrated. We all know her, we, whatever. But tell me if you can even, I'm going to ask you girlies. I feel like Molly can, <laughs> so maybe this wasn't the best choice, but I'm going to say, um, Name all of those kids. Oh, I can. I can. Amazing. Do it. Amazing. 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 Do it, Mom. Okay. It's Gretel, Marta. Wait, wait. Gretel, Marta, Brigitta, Klaus, Luisa. Oh, my God. Gretel, Marta, Klaus, Luisa, and Friedrich. I might have, <laughs> I might have, I might have accidentally swapped the two boys. I always do that, but that's the order of the girls. And you, you actually did an amazing job order all around. Um, The, I don't know if, Kurt is short for Klaus, but oh, I'm Kurt. giving you that. No, no, Klaus is a character in, 
in this Lemony Snicket's series of unfortunate events. Amazing. Sorry, Amazing. Kurt. It's Kurt no. and Friedrich. Yes. Yeah, she did in fact get all of them. I've been in The Sound of Music and still was like, ah, those kids, they're literally what the show is about and revolves around. And sure enough, we're all thinking about Maria and the captain. That's what I'll say mm-hmm. about that. Actually, Who were you? I would, actually, the most underrated character of them all, I take it back, stupid kids, Elsa, baby. Oh, oh shit. Elsa. No, she, and she is underrated. And here's a why. You know, liter- I'm sorry, but Maria was, in fact, a nun who literally came into this woman's um, engagement and said, in fact, I like the captain and the captain likes me. And I get it. Like, love is love. They had to do what they had to do. But Elsa did, in fact, have to take a step back and say, OK, I have to let this happen, even though I thought I was going to live the rest of my mm, life with this man. Absolutely. Right. And you don't think a nun is going to be necessarily who comes in and steals the man. <laughs> Yeah, if there's one person you don't think is going to do that, it's definitely a nun. Um, And I remember in the script, it's very much like she has like little moments where she's obviously annoyed, but it's literally after the captain is either like uh, telling Maria why he's addicted to her or Maria's like literally flirting with him. And then Elsa will be like, hey, I'm right here. And I remember people would be like, oh, my God, that's just like so mean and snooty. And I'm like, but wouldn't you do that? Wouldn't you do that if someone was literally doing that to your fiance? I so Elsa. Elsa's underrated. No, it's it's fair. Um, and I will say that I did play Louisa. Uh, Molly, were you ever in Sound of Music? I've never been in Sound of Music. It's a really That's a crime. thing to talk about. Yeah, I've never. Nobody around my area has ever done it, sadly. And I, just like you said, all the children are underrated. I was like, I don't want to play Liesel. Like, I want to do it before I age out of the kids, and I never mm-hmm. got to. Sad times. Yeah, that's yeah, tough. Yeah. That's tough. Um, who would you want to play uh, as an adult if you got the chance? Um, like right now, I want to play Liesl. If And then like Maria's never really like done anything for me. Like I've never I've never like wanted to play her. So I would say like right now, but like now it's like my mid 20s. I'd want to play Liesl if I were to do it. Amazing. Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. Oh, next role, Molly. Okay. Um. So this isn't. I don't want to call it an underrated role, but I think the children who do it are underrated. I have underrated them, I will say. Miss Saigon is one of my favorite shows. And the kids who play Tam, I know they don't do anything. I know they don't do anything, and it's funny that they don't do anything. Like, you know, and like the kids who play like Lulu and Waitress, like the girl, like girls say one line. But especially the kids who play Tam, because they do have quite a bit of stage time. Like if you consider like how much they're they, they're on stage quite a bit. Um and to find, and like the kids, I'm pretty sure they start auditioning at three. It's like three to five years old. Um, and so to have a three-year-old on stage with all of like the, the, like the gunshots and like the orchestra, like that's so much for like a toddler, really. So the yeah. fact that they're able to find kids who will behave, I think is so impressive. Like when, when you really think about it, like when I think about a three-year-old like doing their blocking like, or even like being quiet on stage, like that's like so impressive that they're able to find children to do that, in my opinion. You're so right. I agreed. Yeah. You're so right. I never thought about like how young they are and how they're, much they're stimulus so that is. Young. They're literally, they're like, I'm pretty sure that they, I, I want to say that they don't like, they don't really stay past the age of like four, maybe five because he's supposed to be three. Yeah. He's supposed to be like a toddler. So, mm-hmm. yeah. No, that's a really good one. And shout yeah. out to those kids. They listen. Yeah, shout out. Come they on. Do listen. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they listen to the pod. Yeah, I'm sure um, they do. My next one is uh, being a bird girl in Susical. Yeah. 
You know I've been a bird girl. You know that about me. I know you have, and that's literally beautiful. Um, Thank you. Molly, a little background about what Seussical means to our school, um, the college that Kaylee used to go to, I currently go to, is um, Kaylee and her roommates, her friend group, made up a rumor when she was a senior that the show the next year was going to be Seussical, that that was going to be our musical. And I, as a freshman, was so excited. And I'm an acting major. I'm not a musical theater major. And I got so upset. I spun myself into a crisis thinking, if we do Seussical, I will sing at my audition, which is something I don't do. I said, I will, I'll try. I'll, I'll fight tooth and nail to get in Seussical, even if it just means being a, a bird girl. And that's, that's how serious I am about this. I want to be a, be a bird girl so desperately and, and no one's giving me a chance. Um, and it was, of course, a rumor, so I didn't have to fight yeah. tooth and nail for it. But if they do it, I spread the rumor in their honor. I spread the rumor every year we're going to be doing Seussical uh, because eventually it's going to take and we're going to do Seussical here. Yeah, it would be good. It would, it would honestly be good. The thing yeah, about being, uh, yeah, and the thing about being a bird girl is that, of course, when I went in, I was auditioning for Gertrude, of course. Um, and normally that's the way it goes. You're probably auditioning for Gertrude or Maisie. And then they say, actually, here's this bird. Here's this bird we want you to be. And that's okay. And that's fun. But bird girls actually have some literal bops. It's kind of in a way a diva track, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, because you have bops, you have the laughs, and then you kind of just get to chill. But you're in like some pretty iconic numbers. And to me, that's what it's all about. Yeah, for me, it's all about the moment where they say, splash. That's mm-hmm. what it's about to me. That's what yeah, it's about 100%. to me. When I was a bird girl, I was, in fact, um, oh, I want to say 20 years old, 19, 19 years old. Um, and the other two girls, I will say, were 13 and 14. And yeah, no, that was difficult for sure. Um, there was an, and I'm like a very tall girl as well. I'm like a curvaceous woman as well. And so to be next to these two little beauties was amazing, but also it was very evident that people were probably thinking, is that mama bird? Is that mm-hmm. mama bird behind her two little chickadees? And so that was difficult. Mm-hmm. That's tough. That is yeah, tough. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh-huh. What's your next underrated role? Is it me? Mm-hmm. Okay, amazing. Um, I want to give a huge shout out to my sweet, sweet voice teacher who, dear God, if she listened, it would be a dream, but I just have this gut feeling that she doesn't and that's okay. I'm not mad at her at all. Sweet, sweet Janelle Robinson, aka the original Miss Corey on Broadway in Mary Poppins. Mm. Mrs. Corey is a highly underrated, speaking of diva tracks, literally she comes in for super califragilistic expialidocious, does that iconic, amazing number with that iconic, amazing choreography. And then actually we don't see her again. We don't see her again. It's true. It's true. She did that for years on Broadway, living her absolute best life and iconic role and iconic track. Absolutely. Yeah. I think Mary Poppins is underrated in general. Mm -hmm. Mary Poppins is an exceptional show. Yeah, I agree. Yes. Truly. I agree 100%. I agree 100%. Yes. Um, How about you, Molly? What's your next role? Um, So specifically, Madame Tenardier and Les Mis. Yes. I I would say, I would say that once like like on like on like national tours and stuff, like the women who like both, both the men and women who play like the Tenardiers that's their typical typecast. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I think when like high schools do it or, or colleges or colleges, 
nobody, like, no girl wants to be Madame Tenardier because they're because they want to be Fontaine or because you know what I mean. But honestly, when you think about it, and it's because she's like not like pretty and like ingenue, but honestly. She's such a fun role mm-hmm. and she's so underrated. Like I always like, like I'm a big Les Mis girl. Like I know everybody is. Me too. Like, whatever. Me too. And if I'm being completely honest, like if I were to do it at like the ripe age of like, like in, you know, in like my college age is like somewhere in there, I would be pissed if I didn't get to play like Fontaine or, or like Eponine. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I get it. But also it sucks because like everybody's like, they were like so sad about missing out on this other opportunity that they don't see how great of a role Madame Tenardier is. It's mm-hmm. so much fun. Like, you can have so much fun with it. So I've always said that. I 100% agree, 100%. There have always been talks at our college, like, if we did Les Mis, everybody would be like, who in the department would be so-and-so, which there was always the most toxic of toxic oh, conversations. Oh, God. Um, I hate that when people dreamcast, like, let's use each other. I'm like, how about we don't? No. <laughs> how about we There don't? will be fights. There will be Literally, fights. I know. Do we all care about our friendships in this room? Why don't we yeah. just take a step back um but that's always the thing it's like who would be Fontaine Epony and this that and I many a time would be told Kaylee you, you could definitely get a call back from Adam Tierney T- like, oh my god Tarnier. and I was like I'd never be mad I'd never be mad no. a hilarious she, great track she is 100% who I would try to play I'd go in in a push-up corset mm-hmm. and do my Helena Botman Carter best but <laughs> The role I would play, which is underrated in her own sense, is what Ryan J. Taylor, second shout out on the pod, told me I would play, which is the girl that slut shames Fontaine and gets her kicked out of the factory. And oh, says, that one's good. At the end too. of the day, she'll be nothing but trouble. That is, yes. who, I'd be. Yes. That is who I'd be. Mm. That's, that's, amazing. that's an underrated role right there. That's amazing. She's yes. underrated. Is that yours or do you have another? Oh, I, I have another. Please. Uh, in the show Spelling Bee, mm. Rona Lisa Peretti. Rona mm. Lisa Peretti is the glue that keeps Spelling Bee going. Uh, my dear friend Maggie, who does listen, she was cast as Rona Lisa Peretti her senior year. And I hope I'm not throwing her under the bus by saying this, but she was kind of like, oh, dang, I was kind of hoping for Olive or Schwarzy, like, you know. Yeah. one of the more fun roles, but Rona Lisa, but she gave it her best. She had a crazy thick accent. Her hair was like Long Island medium. And she was the glue that kept that show going. She was so funny. And then our dear friend, Jess Schwartz played it mm. at Westcon's production. And I was just like, you know what? This is a wonderful role and it's underrated. I would, I would, I call her, I call her our leading lady in Spelling Bee. She's the leading lady of Spelling Bee to me. She's that ingenue. She is, she's it all. You feel that way. That's I do feel that way. That's what I feel about her. Did I not not that this ever matters? I'm literally winking at everybody through the camera. Um, but she's final bow even, right? <gasps> Is she final bow? They, they they either all bowed together when I saw it randomly, or she's final bow, maybe. Oh no, I literally just spit in your face and lied to you. It's probably Olive and Barfay. What am I doing? It probably is. And yes, yeah. at the heart of the show, they're, they're the kids. But Mona Lisa, Mona Lisa, that's not what I meant. Rona. <laughs> she keeps it going. And if you play her with a lot of heart, which both Maggie and Jess did, uh, you can't keep your eyes off her. You can't. 100%. 100%. Um, this is my actually, this is my last one on my list. So if you guys aren't 
piss at me. Um, and I'm sure everybody's talked about it, so maybe it's not underrated, but to me it still is. Um, the bullet in Hamilton. <gasps> oh, come on. Come on, oh, yes. Mm-hmm. The bullet in Hamilton. Um, when I... I did see them touring. I did see Hamilton on tour, which was an amazing experience. But then to actually, and of course, you know, cry during that part, because the choreography is so beautiful that they're doing. It's really out of this world. And to see it on Disney Plus over this past summer and see it up close and personal, I was like, wow, full body chills the whole time. The work that that bullet is doing is um, unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. No, it's good. Shout out. I <laughs> the boys. Come on, girl. Yes. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. That's my last. Uh, that's my last underrated role. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay, should I continue? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> we're the worst. We're we're literally the worst host. Everybody, write this down. Tina and I were like, Molly, you're up, but didn't tell her at all. <laughs> oh my god! No, I well, I didn't know if that meant we were okay. Okay. Anyways, um, okay. So um, I'm also a big hair fan. That's another one of my favorite shows. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, pretty much two of my best friends last year played Sheila and hair like they shared the role um they live like they live in New York but I went to see the show um and they were like big big hair fans and had been for a while and I liked it like you know what I mean I was like this is fun this is groovy whatever I go to see the show I'm like okay actually this is my entire personality now (laughs) hence why my hair is down to my waist at this point in my life um but honestly I, I talked to my best friend about it I'm like who do you think I would play and she's like I think you would play Jeannie and if, if people don't know the show, like she's like the pregnant one. I don't know if, if, if like, if you've seen like videos, like you'll probably yes. remember that. That's yes. probably like her only defining factor. Um, and I was like, no, like I don't want to play Jeannie. Like I want to play, but honestly, like I would still want to play Sheila 100%. But I think Jeannie is such an underrated role. Like mm-hmm. everybody's like, I want to play Sheila. I want to play Chrissy. Like that's cute, whatever. But she's so funny. She, I would say she is the glue. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She, she's a mother, no drama. You know what I mean? She's <laughs> so a child. We we don't even know. We don't even really know who the father figure is at this point. And she's just there keeping it real, you know, doing her drugs along with her friends. It's just, yeah. you know, I think it would be such a fun role to do and nobody ever talks about it. No, 100%. No, right. What an amazing description. That was fantastic. She <laughs> yeah, says she's a mother, beautiful. no drama. And she's like, she's doing drugs with her friends. And she's <laughs> yeah. beautiful. And that's hair. And that's what hair is. And that's hair for you. And, and that's, that's the perfect. That, uh, Tina, do you have any more? This is my last one. Please, please, please. This is my last one. And it's kind of, it's not one specific role, but I just feel mm-hmm. like Carrie the musical. Oh my God. Underrated. What? What's up? What are you going to say? Molly? Okay, this so is, this right is a little, this is a little fun fact about where I live. So I am, can I say, yeah, whatever. I'm from Bangor, Maine. And Stephen King actually lives in Bangor, Maine. And actually <gasps> all, yeah, yeah. So all of Stephen King's books are in Maine town. So like, Carrie, like he he renames them, but like the town and Carrie, um, Dairy and it, Pet Cemetery, they're all like like based here. Like it's like based off of our town. Like the it, like sewer, like we have that. Like that's <gasps> we have that. And like if you watch it, it was actually going to be filmed here, the movie, but they ended up filming it in Canada. I believe it was Canada because it was cheaper. But like there's like a few like we have like a cert- a few like statues and like like iconic things in our town that like are, you know, nobody outside of Bangor would know what they are. But like in the It movie, there's like this one statue of this like famous lumberjack in our town. Like it's fully like in like downtown, like in our downtown. 
And then like Pet Cemetery, the first movie was actually filmed here. And the cemetery that it's based off of, like my little brother's, like one of my little brother's best friends like lives right next to it. And like Carrie is based off of like my public high school. Like it's like, it's anyways, it's the <gasps> oh only like fun God. fact about our town. He lives in this like huge, like burgundy mansion with like, like wrought iron gates. And like, it's very cool. It has like towers and shit. Yeah. That wow. is so cool. I have, I'm going to derail the pod and talk about this because I mm-hmm. love Stephen King movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a really big fan of it and Ish Chapter 2 and Carrie. So like, does your town make a thing of it? Like, do they do like, we're all going to watch the movie It outside? Or is it kind of like a secret? Because <laughs> the town isn't always painted in the best way. So do they kind exactly. of try to keep a secret? I'm going to be, com- yeah, I'm going to be completely honest. Like, we don't even talk about it. Like we literally <gasps> don't even talk about. I'm being completely honest. Like we like when it. Okay, remember like the clown thing. Like you know of what course. I mean. Remember when? Remember when they were like um, killer clowns like raiding mm-hmm. like the area. So obviously like, and when it like the movie came into theaters, like nobody was talking about it. Like nobody was talking about the fact that like this like movie is based off like obviously not like based off of like real things but like it's set in our town he just read like the you when like when i watch it like the movie like the way that they like set up the town and the way that like the town square is and the way that the high school is like that's how our town is set up like he the vibe of it and like once like the setup of it is completely based off of bangor and so like and nobody would talk about it like i have so many friends who are big stephen king fans i'm like guys do you realize how cool it is like when we watch these movies like they're based off of our high schools and our middle schools. And they're like, no, not yeah. really. I'm like, Miss Girl, what? But what? the funny thing is, nobody, like, he lives here, but he has, like, obviously a lot of houses. And I, I know somebody who lives right across from him. They've never seen him in their lives, ever. And that I checks out. Dark that mysterious totally figure. Checks that out totally checks King. out. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm so glad I said Carrie the musical then because that's an amazing fun fact. And I think it's even cooler that your town doesn't acknowledge it. Or I know. Yeah. We just really. They did have to, I will say when the It movie came out, there were, like, there started to be issues where, like, the sewer that it was, like, initially based off of, like, even that, like, I don't even know where the hell it is, but there definitely is one, and, like, they had to, like, remove it, because kids were, like, going by it, and, like, you know what I mean, like, teenagers just being dumb, but I will say that, like, when, like, the killer clown thing was happening, and, like, people, like, around our town were doing that, like, dressing up as clowns, like, like, freaks, you know what I mean, I did get a little woozy, I was, like, like, this is literally, like, he wrote a book about this, like, was it, like, an omen of things to come, like, I'm scared. Um, yeah. yeah, for sure. I oh would not gosh. be okay. Mm-mm. No, and I never either. used to have a fear of clowns, but I do now. Sure I enough, do. yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll so, do it. Shout out to Stephen King. This episode is now dedicated to him. Shout out. Yeah, to he, listens. he listens. He listens. Um, do you guys feel like we crossed the line this episode? No. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't cool. think nothing, I don't think anything was out of pocket. Okay. No. Good. I don't. I don't either. I'm gonna be upfront <laughs> about that. I don't either. Um, and, oh wait, Tina, what, what'd you find to be overrated this week? Well, I found to be overrated this week. And I say this with absolutely no malice in my heart because I love these things, these insects, and I will continue to Mm -hmm. decorate with them and wear them. But butterflies are really big right now. Trend wise, everything has butterflies, butterfly earrings. Yep. I was wearing my butterfly earrings. They're they're all over the place, but I don't want to say overrated as if like it's a bad thing because I've yeah. always loved butterflies. I did the whole like 
you have the caterpillars and you raise them into butterflies till I was like 17. Like I like love Mm. butterflies. So I'm not mad, but I'm just like, oh, wow. All of a sudden these are everywhere. Like, I feel like they're the new star and moon thing in terms of trends. Um, But I don't mind. I don't mind that it's basic now because I'm basic. Um, And I do look, I look at Charlie and I say, that's cool what she's doing. I I look up to a 16 year old for trends sometimes. Um, I have no shame in that. I'm so behind always on trends and stuff. Like you just said stars and the moon was before butterflies. And to me, I just started with my stars and moon stuff. (laughs) Um, And so that was hard to hear. Sometimes no. I feel like the oldest woman alive on this podcast. Molly, have oh. we told you our ages? Have we been open about no, that? No, I don't know how old you all are. Uh-uh. Okay, amazing. Um, I'm I'm literally 23 years old. Come on. Wait, how old are you? I'm 18. Oh my, I literally, I just, of course she's auditioning for colleges, but I just had this chill go up my spine and I was like, she's 15. Like, <laughs> I, I, I look a lot younger than I am. Like most everybody thinks I'm like two or three years younger than what I actually am. Yeah, Um. I was... Like, I'm a little bit short now, like, normal short, not super short. But, like, as a child growing up, I was, like, obscenely small. Like, (laughs) nobody really knew what was happening. We were, like, are we going to grow? Are we going to (laughs) develop? You know? And so I was playing, like, I I was playing an orphan in Annie as a sophomore in high school. Oh, my gosh. What a gift. Yeah, you're you're living my dream. I had to stop (laughs) playing children at, like, nine, unfortunately. That Um, was, like, my shtick. That was, like, my whole thing. Like, I booked because of that. Like, I wasn't just short. Like, I was little, and I had, like, a little baby face. It was all working for me. That's the dream. Oh, my God. That's literally the dream, 100%. And I I knew how to work it. Like, I really knew how to – because I was old enough to understand. I'm like, oh, this is a good thing. And so, like, you know, I I knew how to dress myself. And, like, I knew how to do my headshots so that they made me look even younger. And I was like, I'm 11. You don't know that I'm not. Like, come on. 100%. good for you. Your business, bitch. Your business, bitch, to be like, I know that. I know Mm -hmm. that. Um, Kaylee, have you found anything to be overrated this week? Yeah, I actually have. And um, I'm probably, I don't know if I'm going to get hate for this. I feel like I am. Is that random? Not that we've ever gotten hate on this podcast, but I was like, I'm trying to find um, like amazing, fun headshots to get. And I'm just like, oh my God, headshots are so expensive. And I listen, that's people's business. And I like, I get it. You have to earn that bread to stay alive. And you know what? That's fine. But I will say it's a real bummer <laughs> how expensive headshots are, especially in times like these. Um, so that's like slightly overrated to me at the moment. But that that's a problem I have to work through. And that's not on any photographer to work through. So Absolutely. Yeah, no, you're okay. going to get hate. Okay. I think the way I worded it will not get me hate. But um, if someone saw me on my laptop earlier looking for headshots and stuff they would have been like we need to send hate to this girl she's being really negative about this um no. but no 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 of course molly do you find anything to be under or oh my god overrated <laughs> overrated yeah i would say i thought this for a minute it's not specific to this week but you know how like claw clips are a big trend right now that's like a whole mm-hmm. like 90s vibe that everybody mm-hmm. i don't here's the thing 
it's not like specific to claw clips. I'm just using it as an example. I just hate that like, and this is just like fashion. This is just like trends. But I just hate that people would like make fun of something if like they didn't see like, like you said, like Charlie D'Amelio do it. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like somebody would like wear a claw clip like last year to like my high school and they'd be like, what the hell are you doing with your hair? It wouldn't be seen as like fashionable and chic, even if they did it with like a little like gold hoop moment. And now everybody can't get enough of their like Amazon baskets. They're filling it with claw clips. I'm like, Miss Girl, you know what I mean? (laughs) And I guess no, you're right. like, like, I don't know, like, I, I'm not very like, well, this, this sounds dumb because on like my TikTok, all I wear is like freaking sweatshirts, but like, I'm not very like traditionally trendy and like my style. So I think I just like, I think it's like my not like other girls complex coming through, but <laughs> I would, and I also have a lot of hair and the call clip just can't hold. So maybe it's, that's just a personal vendetta. <laughs> no, I, I get that. I was talking about it with my roommate the other day because I was like, oh yeah, like now everyone's doing claw clips. Like it's cute. And she was like, are you kidding me? Like, I just stopped doing that because people were like that that's like early two thousands or whatever. Um, yeah. So the way that trends come in and out is nuts. I know. Trends are so hard. It's so difficult. I feel to find a literally like authentically original trendy girl and and to those girls like so much credit to them I am the furthest thing from I want a huge shout out Tina you're a trendy girl I'll say Mm. that about you I do feel that about you you feel that way I feel that way about you um I have like a handful of people in my life maybe and a former guest of the podcast my friend Caroline who Caroline actually said Mm. that I mentioned her Mm. every episode and I feel like I do um but She's literally the trendiest girl ever met in my life. She's always one step ahead. She knows something's coming back before it's back. And then a year after Caroline does it, and like six months after the trend has passed, I'm like, okay, it's probably time for me to purchase that item. And I'm always so far behind. Like I live in athleisure, unfortunately. And so I'm always so far behind. I think it's having a uniform for truly 18 years of my life re- really fucked me up. Mm. Um, but I mean, I, I'm kind of okay with it though. When people judge other people's style, I'm like, listen, we're all trying. We're all trying. We're all trying. Yeah. We're yeah. all trying. Well, Molly, thank you so much. You are a joy to have. Thank you all this so much for wonderful. having me. Yeah, it was so much fun. And please plug yourself. Um, anything okay. you'd like to plug. Oh, you mean, oh my God, I, I'm so, I don't even know what plug. You mean <laughs> share my social media handles. Okay. Yes, please. Yes. Okay. Yes, like, I, I'm so like, I'm out of like date two. I don't even know what that means. Okay. So yeah, my, <laughs> my, um, my TikTok is thoroughly modern Molly. And then my, the only other thing I have is Instagram. Um, so it's just Molly underscore Haggerty, H-A-G-E-R-T-Y, only one G. Um, and yeah, that's all I really got amazing obviously we'll post about it on our social media and you can follow us at underrated podcast on instagram um actually it's at underrated podcast xo and then twitter at underrated pod xo follow us on facebook and please subscribe and that's it that's it bye bye guys